Hi everyone, welcome to Let Me Tell You Something Podcast. It is Wista. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about the shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about. If we were to talk about what you wanted to talk about, you'd be here, but you're not here. Okay, you guys, so y'all are probably like, damn bitch, you actually put out a new episode a week after putting something out. I'm proud of myself. I'm trying to work on this consistency. Like I had to have a conversation with myself and be like, bitch, you need to be consistent with this shit. You keep telling these folks you're gonna be consistent and you have not been keeping that same energy because I don't know what is up with some of y'all. Literally last week, I got some DMs. Y'all was cussing me out, telling me, bitch, you'll be consistent for like two weeks and then you just boom, gone, boom. I have a life update, but let's get on to gratitude first. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this episode. Regardless, if you give me a five second stream, bitch, I took five seconds of your fucking life. And if you've made it past this section, I appreciate you too. Thank you so much. Okay, life update. So you guys, I got a job. I have a job now. I am working in corporate America. Yes, your girl has a job. I've had it for quite a while. I just didn't want to talk about it yet just because when you get like a new job and everything, you got to feel it out and you got to like give yourself some time to like get adjusted and everything. But I will say this, definitely it is in my field that I studied, which I'm so happy about. So if you're like looking for a job right now and you think, oh no, I might not be able to get a job in your field. No, you will definitely be able to find a job in your field. It is just going to take some patience and just believe in yourself and just realize that like usually when it comes to like the shit that's meant to for you is never gonna leave you like the way that I got my job I got my job like it was so weird because I applied to them so many times and then like I guess somebody internally found my resume and sent it to the recruiter who contacted me and then the crazy thing is one of my professors actually used to be like a major executive at the company. So I was like, okay, well, things come in full circle when you least expect it. So don't sleep when they say, oh, we'll keep your resume on file. Like, don't sleep on that because they actually do check through. Also, I can't stand the fact that like the minute I put in my offer letter, everything signed everything. That's when all these fucking companies bombard me and are like, oh my God, what's the, um, let's do interview number two. Let's do interview number three. I'm like, really, bitch? What the fuck? Like... <laughs> are you gonna offer me something are you gonna you gotta be coming with a counter offer something for me to even pay attention but i will say regardless like still keep searching and keep doing even when you get a position like you still should be like looking through how the market is looking like and all that but yeah i'm enjoying it so far i know the only thing is because somebody asked me they're like are you afraid of them finding your podcast i'm like if they find it they find it so if you're from my job and you're listening to this right now what's up hi um hope you're doing well okay well i have to go and like see you at the next meeting thank you very much you guys see my little corporate america voice well no my corporate america voice is like oh wow really wow that's so nice wow but if somebody from work finds this, oh, well, that's that's on them, not on me. Like, because you guys, honestly, I do have like this weird feeling that somebody's trying to get so much dirt on me or like look through and find my shit. You know my name. Like, you Google my fucking name. You, I'll probably fucking pop up. You probably saw my fucking LinkedIn. And that's something I need to bring up. Um, My friend was asking me, she was like, well, you didn't put your position yet on your LinkedIn. Um, I'm going to wait six months before I put my position on my LinkedIn. And not only that, I'm going to give another six months before I officially put it on there. That's just me. I, some people are like, oh, the probation period is only six months. I have my personal probation period, another six months to see how everything goes. <laughs> but now we are done with the life updates. Let's get on to general news. I think it is very important for us to talk about what is generally going on in news if you live in New York, you already know about the whole bombing situation, the shooting that happened in Brooklyn. 
all I'm gonna say is that is very sad that happened. Crazy things. I had to travel to the city the next day. I was I was like kind of afraid, but not like really. But I was just like, you know what? Keep your eyes open, pay attention, and just keep your eyes open. But I think what a lot of people are talking about for the man who like caused the whole situation. A lot of people are talking about how he is like part of the whole man. Is it called manosphere? I might be saying it incorrectly, but like that whole Kevin Samuels um fresh and fit male podcast that, that little sector like they're like um he's like a huge fan of it like so many people making videos about it but definitely go on youtube and check that out but still i'm gonna say is when it comes to like traveling and just be aware of your surroundings and if your guts tell you don't go listen to your gut listen to your wish intuition because in the end it is saving you it is not trying to hurt you and then since we're talking about travel actually right now as of today you do not have to wear a mask in the airport, on the train, on the bus, or any form of transportation. Uber and Lyft are taking rid of their mask mandate. I will personally say this, bitch, I'm wearing my mask. <laughs> I, I'm wearing my mask. I get it. We're trying to get into like this new normal. I fully understand that. But COVID is still real. People are still getting sick with COVID. And then we got the fucking super cold. I'm not doing that. And then also too is y'all, we've been in this fucking pandemic for fucking two, two to three years. Y'all still nasty. Y'all still not washing your fucking hands after using the bathroom. Y'all still picking y'all noses. Y'all still not working on your fucking hygiene. Y'all still not brushing your teeth. So I'm still gonna wear my fucking mask. And honestly, some of y'all do look better with the mask on. Like for example, I went to the New York auto show that like just happened. I went during their media day. Well, cause of work and shit like that. But like, I will tell you this me and like all my co-workers had mask on and like some people within the media and then everybody else ain't had no mask on i was just like mm. the minute it started getting flooded and crazy i said oh i gotta go it's time to leave but the cars looked really nice okay now that we're done with general news let's get on to the topics of the week we have a lot of topics. I don't know if we're going to have enough time. I say this every fucking episode because guess what? I got a list of topics, but I don't know if I'm going to talk about all of them. But we do need to talk about freaking Coachella, which I like to call Roachella. So if you don't know what Coachella is, then I'm going to just think that you either don't pay attention to pop culture or you're just not really like into music or anything in regards of like the celebrity space. But Coachella is a festival that happens in Palm Springs. It is, well, before it became to what it is today. It is when artists would go through mainly like indie artists and perform like their latest songs or like perform their fans and also grow a fan base as you would do any single time you go to a festival. Well, Coachella got to the point where it got the eyes of influencers, celebrities to the point where it was basically you go there to be seen, not to listen to the music. It was still an amazing opportunity for artists to market themselves, but I don't, this is what I'm going to say. Coachella peaked in 2015, 16, around that time, and its highest peak to hit then went down was 2018 when Beyonce performed. After that, <laughs> ain't nobody was checking for Coachella because you couldn't top that shit. That's my opinion. This is my opinion, and I'll personally say I haven't checked for Coachella since after Beyonce performed. And I'm not saying this because I'm part of the beehive. I'm just being honest. But Coachella weekend one happened this past weekend and nobody, okay. I didn't remember that Coachella was happening because the way it happened is it's happening on a weekend where there were so many holidays for like all these religious groups to the point where I was just like, wait, y'all are having this shit right now. Like y'all are literally going to be in the middle of fucking Palm Springs 
in some crazy dusty area with all this sand, dressed up with cultural appropriated outfits, doing nothing, spending money on food that is like hyped up plus inflation. So you're paying fucking $50 for a fucking pretzel. Like, what am I going to do in the middle of the desert? It's hot and fucking humid. Some of y'all definitely look like y'all don't bathe because um, depending on like your accommodations, that's one thing I would never be able to t attend Coachella is the fact that like some people decide to like stay at the venue. So they're like camp out. Oh, hell fucking no, I'm not doing that shit. And then some people get like rent out Airbnbs or hotels. That's the main important option I would pick out because my friend went to Coachella and she told me like the camp out shit is just fucked up. And like she did say some motherfuckers were stinking. But let's talk about the lineup. The lineup for Coachella was definitely, mm, mm, okay, you got The Weeknd and Swedish House Mafia, Billie Eilish and Harry Styles just by looking at that lineup. I am not the target audience. I don't really listen to their music like that. I'll say maybe the weekend, but that's it. But I will personally say, I don't know, it was just lackluster. Like Billie Eilish performed, and I think she does have music, but then like in the end of her set, she was like, okay guys, I'm sorry I'm not Beyonce. And I'm just like, ma'am, why do you keep apologizing and keep saying, well, I'm not this black artist or even when she like accepted her Grammy and shit like that or her Oscar and was like, oh, I think Megan Thee Stallion deserved it, this and that. Ma'am, if you just think they deserved it, why did you not give it to them? Why did you not give Megan the Grammy? Just give it to her. If you said that, um, oh, well, you're not Beyonce. You don't think you should have been performing at the freaking um, Coachella. Why didn't you tell those who were picking up the headliners here's a black artist i think that should be headlining instead of yourself hmm giving me a little bit of white guilt but i'm not gonna talk about that right now i wanted to bring up the fact that um big sean who performed the same day as harry styles he was actually number five on the lineup and harry styles actually the headliner and he like brought up the fact that although he was not on the same stage as harry styles him and harry styles attracted the same audience but he was not getting paid the same amount that Harry Styles was getting paid because Harry Styles was getting paid more. And this is what I'm going to say about this. And I'm not even like a Harry Styles fan like that. I'm not even trying to defend him. But when it comes to Big Sean, I could see why he didn't get paid like that because, and I had this whole conversation with all my other friends, a Big Sean concert or like going to a Big Sean show, <laughs> and it's so fucked up to say, it's kind of like going back to a throwback show. Like he... He hasn't really put out that much music. And I, you know what? Come for me if I'm incorrect. Please correct me. But Big Sean hasn't really put out anything out. When was the last time he put out a song that had everybody pumping and going crazy? I could have understood if, like, who else is on that lineup? If, like, Megan Thee Stallion said that, I could understand because you are up there with... I'm not going to say she's up there with Harry Styles because Harry Styles is just, like, mainstream pop, all that shit. But... I could see you getting paid more than Big Sean. It's also about how your manager negotiates your deal. And sometimes too, like some managers really aren't looking out for the artists. Some, I'm not saying that Big Sean's manager is like that, but some days the negotiating just doesn't go the way you want it to go. And you just got to take it. So I don't know what to say about that. And also the City Girls performed. A lot of people were like, oh my God, the crowd looks so lackluster. Nobody's dancing. Nobody's going crazy. I think people only got like crazy when it, when ACT UP came and the one song with they have a Cardi B called Twerk. And I'm not surprised because let's be real. We know what the demographic of Coachella is. 
they fucking played we're the bad guy and these motherfuckers were just standing there but either way i'm happy there's a lot of artists that got the opportunity to perform at coachella although i really think it's past its peak nobody's really checking for it like that especially even with the height of the pandemic and all that shit nobody's really checking for it after beyonce performed can you really top that shit <laughs> you can't and one last thing too i love that now like festivals are starting well festivals always put like the concerts online but I swear y'all cameramen be saving some of these fucking white kids because every single time I go watch the sets with black artists and I know the end we're about to be said I know they about to say nigga every single time y'all got the camera on that one white kid and you could tell they're about to say nigga and then y'all fucking switch that shit but y'all 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 were not slick during the weekend performance so the weekend performed the crew love and you know that one part that goes there's a room full of niggas why you following me for Ooh, i'm sorry i can't fucking sing but that one part right there y'all zoomed in on this white boy and he said the n-word but then y'all saved him I will say, if I was one of the camera people at Coachella, my camera would be on every single white person in the audience that I could find that I know would say the N-word during the concerts. And I'm that type of person. I look around. I will personally say that is a relatable experience for every black person that has gone to a predominantly white institution or a predominantly white school. But we know that Coachella has two weekends, so weekend number two is going to happen. I personally feel like if you ever do decide to go to Coachella, go to weekend one because nobody really cares about weekend two. And I will say this too. If you live in LA, the best, that is like the best time to like just go around the whole fucking city and do whatever the fuck you want. Because I remember when I was living in LA and that same year was the Coachella year that Beyonce performed back in 2018 when I was living out there. I swear majority of my apartment building was empty <laughs> and I loved it. Like I felt like I was in quarantine. I didn't have to deal with nobody. I have to deal with freaking creeps in the elevator. I have to deal with these bitches, these fucking influencers and some of these, your favorite Instagram models. Yes, they lived in my building at the time doing some stupid shit and fighting with their boyfriends. But either way, it is what it is. Coachella, whatever you like to do, if that's your jam, that's your jam. All I know is it's always going to be that one time where people all get together just to be seen and influencers are just going to wear crazy costumes and just do whatever the fuck they want although they really can't do whatever the fuck they want to end this coachella shit people are still gonna go to coachella and do whatever the fuck they want i personally don't care i'm only gonna go to coachella unless i'm getting paid for it if i'm not getting paid for it or someone's not paying for me to go or there's like all expensive paid and all that shit i'm not going but let's get on to the next topic let's talk about self-sabotage specifically when it comes to like artists and i know you're like bitch what the fuck you went from fucking coachella now you're talking about self-sabotage but i don't know why it popped up in my head because i saw like footage of like justine sky hanging out with kylie jenner and i was just like girl what the fuck are you doing you're literally hanging out with the women that your ex-boyfriend Travis Scott cheated on you with and had two kids with well I wouldn't call her the woman you mean the baby mama you you're like you're hanging out with your ex's baby mama and yes Kylie is a baby mama but the thing about Justine Sky is is like they posted a video where they were showing Hailey Bieber and Kylie called Hailey Bieber wifey and then she shows Justine holding a dog and then it sounds like and I'm not even trying to defend fucking Kylie Jenner I'm not trying to defend on these bitches but it sounded like um Kylie was going to say auntie but instead Justine decides to say single mom and I'm just like bitch like you know the fucking stereotype of what, how they say black women are usually single moms are you gonna freaking put that stereotype and say it within yourself because Justine Sky has always showed that she has some sort of low self-esteem and you know what let me start 
to introduce who Justine Skye is. I know a few people who have like interacted with her and I can definitely say what I'm saying is factual. But Justine Skye is an artist from Brooklyn, New York. She like she came out during the time where Tumblr was still around. Like she got hot off of Tumblr. Her biggest hit, her biggest song, you could check on Apple Music, is Collide. It's a song she did with Tyga. And during that era, that was when Tyga was with Kylie. So you could really tell that's how she got to hang out with Kylie. A lot of people who are from Brooklyn who used to hang out with Justin say that the minute she hit that, the minute she like got that clout from Collide, she just like dropped everybody from Brooklyn. She didn't want to fuck with nobody from her like old crew. She was hanging out with the Kardashians, which I will personally say, if you are going to enter into that spectrum or even enter in like a friendship with like a group of people who have like some sort of notoriety in the media, you need to use that shit correctly. Because I noticed that like, especially when it comes to women who decide to hang out with the Kardashians, they use it as a come up. It never works for them unless they like fade away from them, which we seen with like Jordan Woods. How like that whole Tristan Thompson situation did help her because she stopped associating with that family but also too is that exposed how like toxic that fucking family is but with justine sky her being close to kylie after the whole travis scott situation and then just the fact that like her starting to date people who are associated with travis scott and seeing how toxic they were allegedly and then another situation with like justine is you become friends with like one of the biggest families when it comes to like media and you don't use that shit and churn out all the fucking music. You could have put out all the fucking songs. But then again too is do the Kardashians bring streams and record plays for their friends rather than the niggas they fucking. Hmm. That's what I'm thinking because I don't know if you guys know Pia Mia Pia Mia is another artist that used to actually hang out with the Kardashians. Pia Mia, it, like, if you type in, like, if you type her name on Google right now, a lot of people like to compare how she looks like Bretman Rock, who's, like, an influencer. But she even said in an interview how, like, Kardashians don't equal streams. Like, her, she even said her friendship with Kylie Jenner did not benefit her music at all. And it really didn't. Because all she did was get, like, what? She got a song and that featured Chris Brown and Tyga. And mind you, that was during the time when Kylie was still dating Tyga. So all <laughs> all they really benefited from those relationships with the Kardashians was Tyga features. That's tragic. That's sad. The thing about self-sabotage, specifically like analyzing Justine Skye, even when she stopped being friends with Kylie Jenner, she just didn't put out no music. She just decided to hang out with Hailey Bieber and become like a freaking socialite. It's like, you are actually talented. You can actually sing, but you keep self-sabotaging yourself. How the fuck are you a Virgo and you're not putting in no work and like not doing something to like build your perfection, your talent? That's very sad. Virgos, y'all can take an L for that. And another artist I want to bring up who self-sabotaged her career was Steph Don. And I know somebody's like, bitch, you always talk about this fucking girl. Steph Don is a rapper, singer from the UK. She is of Jamaican descent. She can rap, sing, do all that. She can speak Dutch. Her brother is Dutchavelli. I've talked about his fucking scandals too. That's another certain situation that probably helped with her self-sabotage, but we're not gonna talk about that right now. You can listen to an old episode. It's probably around there. Steph London dated the hottest artist in Afrobeat world, Burna Boy. During that time, you guys all know about On The Low and all the other songs he had coming out in that one album that Diddy produced for him. Like, I will say he's at his peak right now when it comes to music. He's at his peak. So she was dating him when 
she was also trying to hit a peak. I call her, she had like a minimal peak because even during that time when they started dating, she, she did like some stupid ass shit. First things the fuck she did was claim Burner Boy on Instagram. <laughs> Burner Boy just looks like he has an ego. Even by like some of my friends who've like told me about his music and all that shit when it comes to like that sector of music, it's been known that he has an ego. So I don't even know why she claimed him, although she was the pretty one in the relationship. But also too is she she pulled the I'm with the hottest artist in the game right now. I'm going to step back and let him take over his career and I'm going to just put myself on the side. That's the worst fucking shit you could do. You literally are being marketed as like the next upcoming Nicki Minaj, although a lot of female artists are like being marketed like that. I don't know why labels keep doing that shit. Let these artists find their individuality. But hey, what can I say? There's only my opinion. But that was the first thing. She pushed her career on the side. Another thing too she does is like she breaks so many ties when it comes to what artists. And I will say this, she's very talented, even if like America didn't work out for her because she's trying to still like break out in the states which one of her songs the one it's called hurting me with um french montana the one that goes i heard you not i heard you got a new girlfriend then it's hurting me 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 that fucking song she's saying that but she broke so many ties even when it comes to like the dance hall scene i don't know if you guys know stylo g stylo g is a dance hall artist he has like songs called dumpling and also touchdown touchdown is the one song that caused them to have a beef is because on the remix i guess she wanted to be on the remix and like she put her verse in and everything and instead of going with her verse they went with nikki's verse and anybody who knows this in music just because you wrote a verse and you record it does not mean you will be on the final song you, you don't get to pick if you want the song sometimes you just get fucking left out and that's what happened she got left out of the song and decided to make her own diss track to not only Nicki minaj but also the stylo g which everybody clowned her for i'm not gonna lie she did drop some bars but i was just like girl why are you doing this you're in a one-sided beef with Nicki minaj this is not this, this is not worth it so that happened and then also too was that was like the peak of like the cardi b and Nicki minaj beef and um steph london was signed to qc i don't think she signed to qc still but i i don't know i don't really pay attention to her like that anymore and just there's just lackluster there's there's just lackluster i feel like you have all this talent. It's just, you need a new team. You need to change something up about it. But you keep self-sabotaging yourself. You broke up with Burner Boy. And now you're trying to like do the whole Afro beats. Why didn't you do that shit when he was dating him? Why didn't y'all like come out with a freaking um, combo album? Like a lot of our faves. Why didn't you do like a freaking collaboration like Janae Aiko and Big Sean? Or like how J&B did the whole everything is love. Like, why didn't y'all do that? But would people really be checking for a Burna Boy and Steph London collab album? I don't think so. I wouldn't want it. Although I brought up these two artists when it comes to self-sabotage, like we all have had moments where we self-sabotage ourselves or stop ourselves from like um, fulfilling like certain duties that we want to do or fulfilling certain dreams that we want to achieve. Like sometimes you just got to go for it and stop like doubting yourself or stop putting like other people's needs and wants over yours. Kind of like how I said about Steph London and how like, okay, her boyfriend at the time is the hottest artist and she decided to put her career on pause. Like, no, stop doing that shit. Like take advantage of that shit and start putting out fucking music. Start putting out whatever you want to do. Like when that opportunity comes, <laughs> just cause I always say what's meant for you comes to you, but it's also how you use what is meant for you. 
it will come back for you, but sometimes it's gonna take a little while for it to come back. So she fucked up right then and there. <laughs> now that we're done talking about self-sabotage, let's talk about celebrities cheating. First things first is that I don't know how the fuck we jumped on from topic to topic. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but we're gonna get onto this. You know, guys, you know what? I don't like talking about this. This is such low vibrational energy, but you know, it was news, so I have to talk about it. So there are rumors that were spread throughout the internet saying that ASAP Rocky was cheating on Rihanna and you all know that Rihanna is pregnant and hearing about a man cheating on his pregnant girlfriend, is, is it ever surprising? No, because we hear shit like this all the time. But I think the thing is, is that it's Rihanna and everyone's like, oh my God, how can you do it to Rihanna? But then we have to realize, wait, wh look what happened to Beyonce. Look what happened to um, Lala Anthony. Look at like what happened to so many like women in the celebrity spectrum. And it, like I had to sit down to myself. I'm like, we really do glamorize celebrity relationships and like not think, hey, these people are regular. <laughs> like they go through regular relationship situations. Some might just be a little bit more intense than others, but there's, hey, there's more money involved. After the rumors were being debunked saying that it's not true and all that, that opened the gateway to hear about all this cheating escapades and scandals within other couples that social media loves to glorify. And when I say they brought up some of these athletes that y'all love their couples, y'all love their wives, I was like, how do you guys not know this? Like, like, how did you guys not know they were like being sneaky behind their wives back? Like, doesn't make any sense. Like, oh my God, how could he do that to his wife? She's, they're like goals, they're couple goals. Hello, they're regular people still at the end of the day. <laughs> like what? Don't be surprised. If you go on Lipstick Alley, you would find out about this shit. That's why when they brought up like certain athletes like LeBron James and Steph Curry, I was like, are y'all really that surprised right now? We were in fucking 2022. There are, there is like fucking tea from 2010 about these fucking athlete relationships that y'all glorify. Like, stop it. And I'm gonna say it's alleged, but <laughs> go on Lipstick Alley. You, you know, you'll find all your fucking information when it comes to cheating scandals. In the end, cheating is not good. I just, it's, it's, it's sad. It is sad. But all I tell people this is, if you're gonna be looking for a partner, find somebody who shares the same morals and ethics as you and protect yourself. Even when you're in a relationship, still go get tested. Even when you're married, still go get tested. Protect yourself. That's all I could say. This is too much low vibrational energy for me, so I have to keep it moving on the topics. But hearing about like those rumors, it's like hearing about it, it's like it's sad because it's like her first child and also to his. It's like, how are you gonna run a lick on Rihanna? How are you gonna do that to Rihanna? Because you would think Rihanna would get your ass first. Okay, last topic, and we are going to end this episode. Black China is suing the fucking Kardashians for fucking stopping her from making money. Cause guess what? She said that the Kardashians made sure that her show, Robin China at that time got canceled. And guess what? The court case has started. And when I tell you it is messy to the point where Black China's mom, Tokyo Tony is attending that's how you know it's a, shit's about to go down. There are literally like drawings of the court case and you can even tell that the person who's drawing it is Team China because why they made sure to make China look all good and professional and nice and then when they drew out the Kardashians, this shit look messy. I'm like, yo, this is some serious shit. I hope Black China wins. I really do hope Black China wins because she deserves to win. And 
there were also rumors that like because they were saying that they didn't want Tokyo Tony inside of the courtroom because the Kardashians are like, oh, well, no, we're afraid of her. We don't want her to, like, cause ruckus and shit like that. I'm like, uh, because y'all know damn well y'all wrong. Shit. You know what? I will say this. The 2020s is the Kardashian karma era called the KKE. Kardashian karma era. Like, y'all bitches are getting your fucking karma. All the shit you did, people are reading through it. People are reading through your shit and nobody's falling for this shit right now. I've been trying to tell you guys, this is the, like, these these next 10 years within the 2020s is the authenticity era. If you're not authentic, bitch, good fucking luck. Get that shit together because if you're fake, people are reading through it right now. And this is where I'm going to end this fucking episode. This is Let Me Tell You Some of the Podcast. It is Wista. If you made it to the end of this damn fucking podcast, I appreciate you. I really do. Um, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you found it is where you got to follow it, write a re- review, send an email, give it a love, give it a like, share it, do what you got to do. Either way, I appreciate you taking the time to listen to it. I'm going to go now and I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.